Holy shit, it's here, it's, finally. It's finally mm, here. Maximus Prime. Maps Prime. This is Maps Yellow. It's the only program designed to help you design what you do before and after your workout. It's so more than it, meets the eye. It'll teach you how to prime your body for your workout and how to solidify the signals that you set during your workout after your workout. Any workout program. It does not have to be a MAPS program. It could be CrossFit. It could be Orange Theory. It could be any program. Jazzercise. Anything you want. Yeah, it'll it'll make, basically what it does is it makes whatever workout you're doing or whatever comp- competition you're doing that much more effective. You can even use this before you compete if you're going to go on a run or you're going to compete in a jiu-jitsu match, a wrestling match, a basketball tournament. You prime your body properly, you will perform better. Now, this is not a, gen- a generic program. We teach you how to assess your own body and individualize what you do to prime your body. It's the only program we know in existence that'll help you do Learn that. how to get the most out of your program. Hey, so ch- I want a hacky sack better. Maps so, Prime. So check this out. It's on sale for $77. That's the sale price. Plus, you'll get a free Maps Prime t-shirt. And we're only going to do this offer until next Friday. The price goes up after that, and you don't get a T-shirt after that. So $77, Maps Prime, plus a free T-shirt. You can find it at mindpumpmedia.com. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. What was that uh, What was that term we you Adam, what was that term we learned... In Austin for vagina, it was Stinch horrible. Trench. Oh, that's let, let me wait. I'm going to use that. I was waiting. To I think use we're that on now. Asshole. I think we're recording now, dude. Oh, man. Well, we are. Well, I don't know if we're going to put that up. Why not? Well, I guess we can. <laughs> people, <laughs> people need to know. Nervous. People need to know about your pussy magnetism. Was yeah. that? Yeah, but who said? Was that? Was that Connor who 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 used the stench? No, that was oh, man, that was, was that person Sam we saw Samia. at the bar. Yeah, yeah. What? Stench Trench. Stench Trench. I don't even remember, actually. I don't remember where that came out. I remember it, someone saying it, and I don't remember how that how we got it. It just makes it not sound awesome. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like if a girl's like, hey, I want you to look at my Stench hey. Trench. You know, it's like, Especially if it's you had like that kind trucker. of a voice. It's like... You know, you know, especially yeah. if she sounded like that. I don't know why I made it. Why did I make? A- she picks you up. You know, you're you're trying to hitch a ride, and then you get in this big rig, and she's like, "Hey, <laughs> no, you want to play with my stench trench? Oh my god, you know, yeah. all the way to Nebraska. Actually, <laughs> right? Like, oh my god. Even before she, I'll get out right here. Even before she said stench trench, if she just sounded like you just did right now, yeah. Yeah. her name is Marge. I get the fuck yeah. out. <laughs> hey. Come on in. Whoa. It's going to be a fun ride. It might be a fun ride. It's just me and my stench trench. might be a fun ride. (laughs) That's disgusting. I feel like among all of us- Put your hand right here, son. I feel like Adam would be the most likely to be attracted to that. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. You know why? No, no, no. no. Let me tell you why that's not true. You You know, you like- like, uh, I could see you you like powerful women. Yeah. You always say that. So that's a very like, oh, Oh, wow. And kind of older. She's got testosterone in her I think stench trench, I think it's going to- Go more top. towards like the the hippie who doesn't take care of herself and ever shower type of person, which I definitely think would be your, you know more, your, more your style. Than no, 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 no. For you sure. know it's funny. So actually, healthy people probably have uh, good smelling uh, vaginas. Vagina? Yeah, because the the flora is all balanced. You think uh, so? so? Yeah. So I think someone who may what if they just worked out who douches um, too much might have a problem. You mm. know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, if you yeah, if you're doing that, it's probably yeah, it's probably not. Yeah, you've you've <laughs> probably, set off too many bombs oh, down there. God. That's gross. How did we kick? How did we kick this off with smelly vaginas? Did you really? <laughs> we just lost half of our new audience. Well, we just were. Sometimes we have to talk about it. We though. were just. Let's we, talk about pheromones for a second. I feel like okay. this is an important important yeah. subject. You guys ever notice that? Like, if you're really attracted to a woman, just her body smell. Something mm. about her body smell yeah. is just such a turn on. Has that ever happened to you guys? Well, yes. As long as it's like she she still showers. No, I'm not saying like a yeah. smelly smell. I'm not like into like a the bad whole smell. like. Yeah, like super earthy patchouli. See, I think shit. no. I'm just saying, like, like you just smell their arm. You know I, what I mean? I their think, neck. I think there's nobody does that. Dude. I think That's there's. What are you talking about? You don't smell your. You don't no, like. No, I don't. I don't. I mean, I you don't, don't nuzzle up to your girl. I don't no, like, I like the neck. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm cool with that. Well, or like she'll put on some certain like fragrances. I'm like, oh, what yeah, kind it's of fragrance? Really What's your favorite fragrance? I don't know what it is. I think it's like Curve or something for women. <laughs> curve, yeah. curve for women. Oh, so it's a perfume. Yeah, it gets, you don't uh, have. A, I don't like perfume. Get, gets me in. There. You don't have a specific. It's very subtle though. It's like a drop of it. You know what I mean? You don't have a specific scent like uh, like uh, honeydew or uh, you know pumpkin spice or or armpit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know uh, what I'm saying? For me. Nothing like that. Vanilla. 
Oh, like, yeah, like lotions. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You like vanilla Adam? Yeah, like, Adam so likes the this is, <laughs> the rainbow. This is my theory on that. I think that at, at one point in our, in our lives, whether it be going all the way back to when we were babies or uh, during puberty or something, like, so I have this very, very uh, strong attraction to the smell of vanilla. Like all the candles <laughs> in my house are vanilla. I love when my girl wears vanilla lotion from... Um, Bed bath or bed bath, not bed bath. You know, what's the what's the body works body one? Works. What sure. is it? Body, body works. works or whatever the fuck that is? And Victoria's Secret. I love the vanilla smell, right? And I know part of that stems from uh, my that early stripper that one time. No, nah, well, the early years <laughs> when I was going through puberty, the the, the girl that I was dating and mm. experiencing a lot of my first sexual experiences was with this girl, and the smells that she smelled like. I was very, very attracted you, to, and so I think I connect. You do realize that you'll, your girl will never wear vanilla yeah. now. No, that's not true. You, my, just, you literally was, just said. That's, that's true. Not, Mine was cotton candy. I have a relationship with my girl where we just, we talk about things like this. So this you're is, like, baby, you smell just like my no, first girlfriend. No, I don't say that. What I, what I share it the same way I just shared with the audience right now is that I believe that when you have this, like, and the way you think that you think it's a the pheromones that you're attracted to in the smell, I think you probably had an experience at one point in your life where you had a smell that was similar to that, mm-hmm. that you have connected to a part of your life where that's why I tell my girlfriend to put baking all over herself maybe maybe because it know, just reminds me of and, bacon and, and I wouldn't be surprised Skip. if there, why that that explains weird Hungry. fetishes like that because some people are weird like that where they like these weird well, you know smells of food and things like that that uh, they connect that with something well, you de- else there's definitely uh, mm-hmm. memory connections mm-hmm. with smells I mean a smell will take you somewhere so quickly right right? you ever notice that like you For walk sure. in a room you yeah. smell something you're like that's why I Justin that. farted or whatever yeah. right yeah. and you remember and exactly the time just, that he farted the first time yeah. But there's also uh, there's also they call fe- that Irish musk. But pheromones definitely exist, and they definitely do influence how we feel. One of the reasons why we like to kiss each other is because we like to smell each other. This has been tr- this has been proven mm-hmm. in I, science. I like to yeah. Taste. You know what? I, mean? what? Yeah, I thought it was about the taste. Well, taste. How much of taste is smell? Mm. A good chunk of that, very, right? Very very good point there. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. Yeah. you know how you know when you know when Adam's so always really like. St- like smelling and tasting breath. Yeah, like Adam's always trying to like That's nuzzle gross. in my. He's always trying to nuzzle in my beard. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah, it's the smell. It's like you got you got a little extra in it's there. My I'm beard, gonna eat it. It's my beardly smell. <laughs> I see. Anyway, hey, what happened to your new shoes? You know, you're not wearing your new Converse anymore. No, I. You know, these are comfortable. I want to save those for special occasions. <laughs> <laughs> it's, he, he, he saves his new Converse yeah. when he dresses up. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm dressed. He did. Up. Yeah, yeah, we're going out I'm tonight. I'm sweats and shit. Wearing yeah. the new cons. Is there some? I keep one fresh. Pair. So I need you guys' help because you guys are much uh, more experienced when it comes to wearing chucks. I haven't I hadn't worn chucks for a d- over decades. Just started wearing them again. So I wore them as a kid. Now I'm wearing them again. Is there something special about chucks where the older they get, the more you like them? Yeah, yeah. they fit better. Yeah, like I almost like want to mold to your foot. I don't want to get new ones because I, I like these. I, ones I so feel much. the same way. Dude. Yeah, no, the the material is. Just, I mean, once they wear, they're like a pair of jeans, right? Like a good pair of worn jeans. Like when you wear in your jeans, like nobody likes a pair of jeans when you just first buy them in comparison to the pair you've had for like yeah. three years that you love to yeah, wear. Right? Like, they, your sack. It's not. Yeah, yeah, it's not comfortable. That's, yeah, that's exactly sack what pinchers. I was thinking. Yeah, uh, but I feel like chucks are very similar. I mean, they're made of that kind of jean material, uh, and so the more you wear, they you wear right into them to the form around your feet. So they even more comfortable the only problem is that uh like if you have the lighter pairs like my white ones i always have to end up buying a new pair they the, get filthy the black ones though yeah. the black and the dark colors are like red like I'll, I'll wear the red ones till they turn fucking pink and i wear the the black ones till they turn do you gray. wash them can you put them in the wash you can i have you know i and, haven't and done that i have and they they're just not quite the same it's not the same as like just wearing them, wearing them till they're. And for me, they're forty dollars fucking shoes, so I just wear yeah. them until they, till I, you get. A, I get a year plus out of a pair of Chucks. So if it's a forty bucks every year to get a new pair of Chucks, I'm like whatever. So I got made fun of the other day on uh, I don't remember Instagram because apparently your have- shoelaces are too long. What? So what's the deal with that? You should Are you supposed to change you, the shoelaces? Well, you don't. Why first, didn't you fuckers tell me? Well, you didn't you just ask. let me fuck shit you up. You don't ask because I've already you tried don't it. double knot, bro. No, I didn't have to. Ask. You just tell me I would have done well, it. I, Nobody a, said nothing. Well, I know here, what happened. You guys are like, let's make them look ridiculous. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Leave them in the fucking long I mean, shoes. No, 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 what do we got to do? We it's like this. It's like this. There's yes. Just like we talk about with fitness, like there's big, like either using the spoon or using the or using the the tractor to to dig the hole, right? Like when I try and help you with fashion, I try and give you like the the big thing. 
things. And that would be like wearing the black socks with your black shoes, but you're wearing white socks again with your black shoes. So I'm not going to give you a hard time about the length of your shoelaces because you haven't fixed the first problem. So I'm trying to help you little by little with those little Mm -hmm. things. But if I tell you and then you stop doing it, then what the fuck's the point of nitpicking all the other little things you're doing? Oh, so just so leave them then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if you're not going to give a shit about the socks matching, then who cares if your shoelaces are a little too long too? Because I like the long shoelaces. Mm Yeah. Yeah, it goes it goes with you. I feel yeah, I just they're just uh, you know, thing, I, things are longer on me. You know what I mean, Adam? Oh yeah. yeah so sure. It's all, and it's it's sure. It's a really theme. long and skinny. However you I want to be, draw it I want to be bro. consistent with my theme here. It's like a pencil. It's and my really length, long and skinny yeah, yeah, yeah. in terms of length, yeah. pointy length of things. Hey, what the hell? I can't sing, so whatever, you know. Yeah. If I you can't I can't sing, you can't dress, you know. That's so just, No, you can sing. You can't sing. Dude, you I, can't dress. Only thing about you is a way that you caress. I don't know. Wow. I didn't know where to go with that. Is that that Phil, was good. Phil Collins? Yeah, yeah, Phil Collins. Wow, okay. little yeah, Phil good. Collins yeah. right there. That Come on. <laughs> our audience, uh, yeah, that's our demographic, Yeah, you right? lost all the 25-year-old yeah, and younger. Phil Collins. <laughs> They're like, what Phil the Collins today? did he just do? I don't know, Adam. Justin, every time he sings, like the panties fall. How yeah. about when your cousin was inside of our facility yesterday and he was fixing the floors and he had never seen NBA Jam before? Oh, the, the arcade? What the fuck? Is he, he's, 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 he's sheltered young. or what? No, he's young. How young is oh, he? Uh, he's got to be early 20s then. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Uh, video games, real quick, made a massive shift. Like, who the fuck went to arcades after gaming consoles got really good? Yeah, right after Xbox. It just, pff, that's it. Like, yeah, why the why fuck would you, would you go? go? I know. They, they were, they were, they were still cents. popular during the Nintendo days and Atari mm-hmm. days when we were all playing because arcades were still cooler. Dude, there's this place called Special Effects. We used to just live there. But I, I feel, buy tokens I feel like, day. yeah, right. I feel like a kid like him, though, sees that and they look at it and they're like, that's so lame. Why would you... Bro, the, I, I the, used to. I used it's to, only three buttons. Like, yeah. that's, you know. So I used to walk to this place by my where I grew up. Right, there was this place called. Do you Ex- have VR? It was the Ex- <laughs> it was the Express Market, and it had they had like two arcade games there, and one of them was Street Fighter, and it was a good fifteen minute walk to this place, maybe twenty minutes. I used to find one quarter. And I'd make the fucking walk all the way over there just to play yes. one game. And you had to make that happen. And if I lost, I just yeah, had to. You died, you're fucked. And so inevitably, I'm playing, right? I'm playing Street Fighter. And I got pretty good until the young uh, Asian kid jumped on there. And uh, then it would just uh, whoop all over me. Uh-huh. Uh, and you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Remember that when we were kids? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The little Asian kid that would get on would there with just come the, in and then Chung Lee your face. Just fucking whoop on you. Yeah. So I'm not being racist or anything. I'm just no, saying, I'm mean, just saying that, they're good. That, maybe that wasn't the character he chose. You no, know, I'm, just saying, guile. I'm just saying they're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were good no, back I'm then. I'm with you on that. And right. it was always the young Asian kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like ping pong. I used to get destroyed. Where'd you play ping all pong? All the time. Me and my brother would play because we grew up on this kind of campgrounds and like they would have these conferences coming in and out. Oh, yeah, that's right. You do like ping pong. Dude. I mean, it was my jam. That and, and uh, uh, the other one, uh, foosball. Foosball. We would like, yeah, that was the one thing me and my brother, we would just like dominate people because mm. we'd practice all summer and we'd play and then like, yeah. Do you guys make Asian money kids or... would come and just destroy us. Really? They'd fuck you up too? Fuck yeah. God damn it. It pissed me off. That's crazy. But I, I adopted the whole way to hold the uh, the handle because uh, I thought I could, okay, maybe I'm doing it wrong. So you'd you know? watch them. So I'd watch and I'd study and like, yeah, it just never was on that level. Mm. I wonder how, I wonder if Adam's good at foosball. I don't feel like you. The foosball. Are you good at foosie? Well, we'll see. We'll see when we get oh, it. We'll see. Oh, Are you we'll getting see, a yeah. foosball play table? We, oh. Yeah, well, you know, uh, the foosball will be perfect because that's even something. Are you that, fucking even looking for the arm wrestling thing? Are you even doing that at all? <laughs> yeah, don't, feel, don't worry. I'm looking for don't the Don't worry, Chad. Thing. I'm on top of it for yeah, you. Okay, don't good. worry. Yeah, no, it, it's God. it's not like the easiest. Start crying. You know how hard it was for me to find those two games? It's not like everybody is trying to sell their arcade game, dude. Those Most people don't want to let go of that shit because they know it's worth money. So yeah. it's tough to find uh, find something like that and finding your arcade machine or your little arm wrestling machine. The only people that kept those still live in grandma's basement you know what i mean pretty much yeah pretty much but you know, like, foosball, no. foosball will definitely be something that we uh we get over here it's something easy that we can roll in and out of the closet too so even if we don't like it in our space it's not something that we it's that big of a deal to mm. get out of the way yeah. so it'd be great to throw some tournaments in there <clears throat> Boom. bang some balls yeah everybody shut up you've always wanted to say that here she comes Ooh. here he comes mr eagle <laughs> being brought to you by Chimera Coffee. It's the only coffee that is infused with all natural nootropics for a cleaner, calmer, and more focused buzz without the crash. 
Click the Chimera link at mindpumpmedia.com and input the discount code MINDPUMP at checkout for 10% off. It's the motherfucking quad. The eagle has landed. First question is from Comic Fitness. What supplements do you use? I'm all about creatine. Oh, good. Okay. Does it say use or trust? Oh, trust. Trust. I can't. Yes. I can't read the Justin wrote. <laughs> Justin wrote the board today, so Dude, it's, it's why half, I don't do it. It's like, half, half Spanish, half German, and, <laughs> well, and calligraphy. Yeah. So if you could figure that out, Doug, that would be great. I wanted to be a doctor. Oh, I thought I'd figured it out ahead of time, but I guess I didn't. <laughs> so what supplements do we trust? And then he says he's all about creatine. That's probably the one I take consistently. Do you mm-hmm. still? Yeah, I take creatine consistently. Why? It I doesn't do. seem to be working. What do you mean? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> He's trying to hit you. Uh, in your He's trying to be funny again. Uh, no, I, I, I actually, uh, fuck, I don't even mess with creatine. The Probably the only supplements I, I would consider that I take right now is our Chimera Coffee because it's got the uh, nootropics in it. So that's the only thing that I really am taking on a consistent basis. Every once in a while, I still use whey protein because- No way. <laughs> no, no way. way. I, I, <laughs> I still use whey because I have a hard time getting um, you know over 180 grams of protein consistently every day. So especially when I, I'm intermittent fasting and if I had a couple of days where we're traveling. So I'll, I'll, util, I'll utilize like an, an organic, all natural uh, whey still. And then our Chimera coffee. And that's really all that I've been messing with. Um, but I did use creatine in the past. You don't even take fish oil, huh? Um, I, okay, that's another one every once in a while. But I also use that uh, based off the diet. So if I have... Well, yeah, if you eat fish. I'm always, yeah, I'm always... Because I love fish. So mm-hmm. I try and incorporate fish already in my diet. How often? Um, probably three times a week I've got fish in the diet. You know, I, I would say every other day I try and make an effort. And that's kind of how I am with all my meat. So I have like a... You know, uh, uh, veal and bison, chicken, uh, steak or beef, right? And then fish. Uh, I And then I try and rotate uh, all those. And if I find a day where I've had, you know, two or three of them back to back two or three days in a row, if I can't get to the fish or whatever, then I, then you'll see I'll take my omegas. But that's the only time I take it is if I notice that I've, I've had some days in a row where I haven't had any fish. Otherwise, I'm just trying to make sure that. Yeah, I like supplements mm. for, uh, like you're saying, like, for, you know, according to my diet or how I'm feeling. Like right now I have a cold. So I'll be taking elderberry and uh, there's a little bit of congestion in my lungs. So I'll take fenugreek, which is good to kind of help dry that out. Uh, creatine, I take relatively consistently, not daily, um, but maybe four days a week or so. I'll take a couple grams of creatine only because the literature on creatine is just so supportive right. yeah. of its, if, if its benefit. There's even health benefits to taking creatine. If you're a vegan, definitely. you definitely uh, get a benefit. You get a cognitive benefit mm-hmm. from taking creatine. They, they've actually done studies and shown that uh, IQ scores will go up because creatine, well, although your body, in it. Yeah, your body can synthesize it from certain amino acids, but uh, because you're not eating any animal proteins or animal, uh, well, and that's the true substances. like example of of when to supplement, right? Yeah, like that's something you're you're deficient in that you're not really getting from uh, your food, and and I I did get a lot of uh, a great result from creatine. When I, I I tend to use that a little bit more though when I'm when I'm trying to load, like I'm trying to bulk up a bit, and um, I may be a little bit more focused on adding a little bit more performance enhancements and things and experimenting with things on top of diet. And so I'd be more prone to adding a bit of creatine then. Uh, and, and I have seen great result with that and a little bit of whey protein and stuff like that supplemental wise where, um, you know, maybe I don't have as much time to prepare uh, steaks or, or meats or fishes or, or things like that that's readily available. But other than that, like it, it tends to revolve around like whole natural foods as much as possible. It's funny because I used to take so many supplements and I literally noticed nothing when I stopped taking them. Actually, in some cases, I got uh, I noticed better health yeah. from not taking all these fucking supplements. Now, I still have a, you know, a drawer full of supplements, but they're all, again, used as needed. Like I might take vitamin D if I haven't been outside. Uh, very much uh, a multivitamin. If I feel like my diet's been really crappy, I may take sometimes, maybe not. Uh, Sam E is a supplement that I'll take sometimes. If I'm feeling kind of down, I notice that'll that'll pick me back up. Um, but you know, nothing nothing really consistent. I mean, I'm telling you that the the contrast between what I used to do and what I do now is so dramatic yeah. for supplements. It's I must be saving hundreds of dollars a month on supplements uh, right. today and I feel better 
than I ever have. And that's the that's what I get from people who listen to the show and start doing that themselves. Every single person is like, you know what? I stopped taking all these supplements. I noticed no yeah. difference. But that's the whatsoever. extreme shift. I mean, that's kind of the, the, the turning of the wheel that we did where we realized, oh, shit, we don't need all these things in addition to what we're doing in our diet. And like that, that tended to be the voice in our messages to kind of like pull away from that. Whereas, you know, like there is still like, if, if we approach it with maybe I'm deficient or, you know, I'm not like likely to get this in my diet, you know, where, where are the holes in my diet and where can I, you know, supplement accordingly and all that. So well, there's still a place there. I think that's what, uh, not, not even just that, not even just the diet. Like this is what, uh, I mean, it was a great conversation we had with, uh, Dr. Andrew Hill recently and, you know, if your sleep is fucked up, man, right. if you're not sleeping right and your stress levels are crazy <laughs> and you're not, I mean, there's, there's things that you can do that are going to improve your overall fitness goals, uh, by addressing those things first, before we start to supplement like this, uh, this pill into our body to try and help us get the competitive edge. Like it's, in fact, I believe he even said, it's really silly. You know, it's really silly for us to go this route where we're taking these, these supplements, but then we're missing out on things that are so much bigger, yeah. you know, learning to, to, to settle down at nighttime and get a good night's rest, uh, will benefit us way more than, you know, taking in a supplement or balancing out your diet mm -hmm. and getting and getting nutrient dense foods in your diet on a regular basis and, you know, exercising properly and learning how to prime your body before you go into workout. There's all these things that don't cost us any money yeah. that we can learn to do to better perform before. We, and, and that's why I think that I think that's the stance. Right. So I'm not saying that I'm not anti yeah, you got to build up to peak performance by mm -hmm. applying all the foundational concepts and being really good and efficient at that to then experiment with other performance enhancing uh, things that are available. Well, I think with a supplement company too or a supplement that you're going to take, look at the direction that they're going or look at the what they're marketing towards. If it's a fat burn, build muscle, you know, these types of things, typically they're not going to do much for you or if anything at all. If it's a supplement company that doesn't pretend to be the answer to everything, um, then maybe they've got some products that you might have fun taking. But I think people need to really consider just how uh, you know pervasive the placebo effect is. Mm -hmm. You need to understand that when 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 you know pharmaceutical companies do uh, you know trials on drugs, they have to account for the placebo effect. The placebo effect is fucking real. It's it's you can count on the placebo effect. Yeah. And I can I can pretty much guarantee that the vast majority of products out there and supplements help people through the placebo effect simply because they think they're taking something that's going to do something do they then do they then feel something mm -hmm. um and it's 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 documented so uh you know stop taking supplements and see what happens you you might be surprised i think actually what might what what you'll be surprised at is how much more money you have in your yeah. wallet well that's what i'm saying I'm, sure. I'm not saying that you can't like this is why like i really like um ben greenfield like i really think that you know, if you're going to get into like biohacking and get into supplementing with all these different things, like this guy has got, he's doing all the other stuff first. He's doing this stuff that doesn't cost you money, right? He's taking these. It makes sense to put a fucking wing on the fucking, you know, a car you've maxed out and done everything. Yes, right. But if you're driving a shitty ass car, it does, it's not going to do anything for you. And I, gave, I think I gave that analogy a long time ago as far as referring to what I thought. You're talking about flying cars. <laughs> no, I think he means as a, as a spoiler. And that's okay. what I, I feel like you have. A, if you have a, a drag car, um, the, the spoiler is like what the ben added benefit that you get from like supplements. And if you have an engine that is underperforming and you have shitty tires, you have a terrible <laughs> suspension, then focusing on putting a, a spoiler is kind of stupid. Yeah, don't put a spoiler yeah. on a 1989 Civic. Yeah, but, <laughs> if, you've, do anything for you. but if you've built the engine, you've everything, the, the suspension is tight, you've got great <laughs> wheels on it, then hey, why not throw a spoiler on the car? Because you are, you're, you are already optimizing all these other things. Like, and that's what's cool about Ben Greenfield is I remember like he was going to his house and just seeing this motherfucker lives his brand. Like he literally is doing all these things that, that he talks about. And then now he's experimenting with like little things like creatine or adding these little nootropics or adding things, you know, to his diet to get the, to the next level. So I, I really feel like people should really learn to do all those things first. And then, Hey, if you feel like you're fucking dialed nutritionally, you feel like you've got great sleep, you feel like 
you're doing all those pieces and you want to try and add creatine in there and see, wow, how much more am I getting out of my, my workouts? But I mean, I would first address my programming, my, my priming, my body heading into that, my nutrition, my sleep, all those I'm going to address first. And then when I, if I feel like I'm fucking dialed all the way in, then yeah, maybe I'm going to add some creatine to my, my workout to try and maximize that or something. But I mean, definitely focus on the big things first. MJ fit fam. What are the top five questions for a trainer to ask new clients? Well, number one has got to be, what are your goals? That's got to be the number one question you need to ask. I mean, and I'm going to take that further because I like to. What's your name? When someone gives me. (laughs) Let's start there. When someone gives me a goal, I don't, I don't just stop there. So like, you know, let's say somebody says they want to lose 30 pounds. Uh, To me, that's not the answer yet. I still, then I, then I'm going to ask them why. And I want to dive in deeper to what is causing them to want to lose 30 pounds and to get really into this person and how they, they how they tick. So I think uh, the goal is it is important. But a lot of times when you're a trainer and you and you're just meeting somebody and you're kind of asking them uh, questions like this that are normally uh, deep rooted insecurities mm-hmm. and things going on, they're going to give you surface answers. Yeah. And a really good trainer can actually learn to dive deeper yeah. uh, into the what makes this person tick and what is really motivating them. And if you can do that, I find that you're going to be able to help this person on a whole nother level. I, I find... Uh, well, how many times have well, you heard like, someone just say, I want to get in shape? Yeah, right. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. Define that for me. What yeah. does that mean to you? Well, that's why I like to, yeah, I like to highlight what their expectations are, you know, right away. So it's like, I want to see where their vision is as far as, you know, coming into this. Like, what are they expecting to get out of training? And, you know, how much time are you giving me to even like provide that for you? And like, what does that even look like? And then, you know, from there I can sort of discern what to focus on and and how to kind of direct that process for them to understand like what exactly like I'm going to do with them. Yeah, you have to, whatever the top five questions are, you have to dig deeper and get people to really have a conversation with you. Um, otherwise it doesn't, it's not going to mean much. Like if I say to someone, you know, what, what are your goals? And they say get in shape and I just leave it at that. Um, I don't know what direction to go with my assessment. I don't know what direction to go with my workouts. I don't know what direction uh, to go with our conversation at all. Um, and by the way, um, a very effective way to get people to elaborate on a question is to say, how do you mean? Um, it's far less threatening than saying, what do you mean? Mm. And so if someone says, I want to get in shape, I say, well, how do you mean? And they tend to get into detail um, with that. And the second question I think I'll ask is, what does your exercise history look like? Uh, what does it look like? What do you do now? And what have you done in the past? Um, and then again, you need to elaborate. <clears throat> if they tell me that they used to do Pilates and yoga and they stopped doing that you know, a year ago, I'm going to ask them, what did they like about it? And what did they not like about it? And why did they stop? Mm-hmm. What made them stop that you know particular exercise modality? And I need to know why they stopped because... We don't want to repeat uh, the the old behavior. Excellent question. And it's yeah. it, it's a good it's a good thing. And that's something I would tell them. I'll literally tell them that, like, okay, so you stopped doing Pilates because you got too busy. Uh, like, how do we prevent that from happening? I again? was going to say my next my follow up to that exact question is, you know, I'm curious to what's different this time. You know, what is different this time uh, than the previous time that you've been in shape? And just like Sal said, because we don't want to go down that same path if it's just and I really feel like losing weight is very similar to somebody who has like lofty financial goals. A lot of times, like when we when we are chasing like, a, you know, success financially, uh, people are chasing like a number or a dollar amount. And then when they really when they finally achieve it, they realize that happiness is, was, isn't there. Or they're not satisfied still. A lot is uh, a lot of that is very similar to people that are chasing fitness goals is. Really, uh, it's it's not about a number on the scale or even a way they look in the mirror. It's something internally that they, they need to work on. And a really good trainer can help somebody find that and get to that by asking a lot of these questions. And, you know, absolutely what Sal said. And then I would follow that up with, uh, you know, what is different this time? And, you know, have you made are you able to dedicate a certain amount of time um, either daily or weekly uh, for yourself? And then I, I want to get them to commit to that. I want them to get to commit 
commit to this time for, you know, if Sal's my client and I'm saying, you know, when, how much time do you have for Sal during the week? Cause I know, you know, you're a wife and you have kids and you have all these, wow. <laughs> you like how I did that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you have, you have kids and you have a husband that you're pleasing and you have, and you, and you're cooking dinner and I you've got all, the fuck out of them. You, got, you got all these things that, you, you know, yourself some neat, but you know, this is a true, this is a true story, right? I always like to, I, 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 I talk to my, my ladies like this when I'm talking to them that, you know, you, we, we put all these, these people, you know, uh, uh, in front of us, our, our goals our I mean, our, um, our bills, our, our, our house, our job, our children, our spouse, and, th- and then all the way down on number 10 or sometimes less, uh, is where we put ourselves and our, our personal well being and health. And it's crazy because if, if that's in line and we're really healthy and happy with ourselves, and it's amazing how much uh, all those other things that are supposedly more important to you, um, are enhanced. So, you know, something that we need to do is we need to find time uh, to commit to yourself, to better yourself. And, you know, the first step is actually slotting that, you know, is, is making this time that, okay, Sal, we're going to give you, you know, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from this time to this time. This is going to be the, this hour for you. And sometimes we're going to be really heavily focused on resistance training and working out. And other times we're going to be talking about mental health. And other times we're going to be talking about nutritional health because all of it together is what's really important to your success. Yeah, I think it's also important you ask them uh, any past injuries and any current injuries or pain uh, because this is a very, <clears throat> a lot of times people come in and they say, you know, they want to get in better shape or they want to lose weight, but they've been dealing with this chronic shoulder pain or knee pain or back pain. And to them, they've kind of accepted that mm-hmm. and uh, they don't realize how important that is to them until you start to have, get them talking about it. And that also helps direct what you're going to do with your workout yeah. as well. Because if I can take this person and make their knees start to feel better because we're changing recruitment patterns or increasing extensibility in particular muscles or stability or whatever, uh, I'm going to present a lot of value. In fact, I'll tell you something right now. You will, you will be more valuable to someone if you can get their pain Long to go term. away. Yeah. If yeah. you can get their pain to go away, you'll be more valuable than if you can make them lose weight. Well, I know. Oh, 100%. This is a great point because I, I have a client just like that, that, you know, immediately the wants to come in, lose weight and, um, it, very aesthetic driven and, um, you know, has like slightly a frozen shoulder, like, like a, like a looming humongous issue that, um, you know, well, this is kind of like, she's already accepted the fact that, uh, you know, like doesn't have the type of mobility <clears throat> or ranges of motion or ability she used to even have with her arm. And that's a big deal. And to be able to redirect the thinking there and highlight the fact that that's so important for the rest of her life and that us addressing that will then spawn all this other activity and will, you know, really bring in uh, the synergistic effect of, of now I can move my body efficiently. Now everything's operating at a hundred percent. My metabolism's changing. All these kinds of things are going to happen as a result, but guess what? This is going to be the priority and it's not what you want to hear. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I mean, it's very, I can't stress this enough. If you want to be a trainer who is successful long-term, who provides real value to people, because I know people want to lose weight and they want to get in shape and you know build muscle and all that stuff. But if they have pain, if they have chronic pain and you can help them solve that issue, you will become far more valuable to them than if you got them to lose 30 pounds. Oh, yeah. I can't stress that enough. And I know some people thinking like, well, that's not, no, it's true because- if you if you listening right now have chronic pain, you know what I'm talking about. You just deal with that shit every single day, day in and day out. It is life-changing for that pain to go away. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely life-changing. <clears throat> so if you can if you can help them with that, and many times, I'm going to be honest with you, many times it's not that hard of a fix. Yeah. I've literally had people, you know, with shoulder pain and, you know, during my assessment, I'll have them do you know, some cable rows and, and stand behind them and pull their shoulders back and down for them to get them to good scapular retraction depression. Then I'll have them sit there and rest. And while they're resting, I'll press on the top of their traps with some nice pressure so I can do a little bit of deep tissue massage. Then I'll have them do another set and I'll do this three or four times. Then I'll have them stand up and I'll have them move their arm and their shoulder pain is dramatically reduced right then and there. Now imagine the value that I've just shown that person. Yeah. First of all, I look like a fucking magician when I do that, right? Like, oh my God, this trainer's like, I, it's, I'm not, I'm doing, I'm just getting their, their recruitment pedigree changed temporarily. But that kind of value, when you can present that to somebody, uh, it's invaluable. Well, and this is why we also address the fact that like creating this entertainment factor to it and creating like this 
totally intense workout and, and something that's going to wow them right out of the gates is such the wrong approach to, to take. Like long term, like you may you may buy them in with the fact that, oh, it's such a great workout. I got sore. And um, it, it just this is something that doesn't that, last. This no. is something that still exists is what like it just highlights the fact that like trainers need to take their job more seriously and get educated uh-huh. and not not get so absorbed by the hype of a lot of these uh, these modalities out there that are just exposing the fact that people people get sucked into what's sexy and what what looks like um, you know the answer to, to to get them in shape and ripped and all these different things like you need to take the opposite approach to that and and do the hard hard thing which is to to really work with that person on the things that need to be addressed the most and one of the questions has to be uh, to ask the person if they're on any medications that you need to know about. Uh, I don't necessarily ask them, what meds are you on? But I'll say, are there any medications that I need to know about as a personal trainer? And are there any medications that can affect your heart rate? This is very, very important. Now, you may not know what the medications are when they rattle them off to you, but it's important to have those as a resource because if they do hire you, you're going to want to see, hey, this person's on a beta blocker or you know, this person's on just started taking a statin because if you start noticing certain side effects and you can't pinpoint what the fuck is going on, like if I'm doing cardio with this person and I'm checking their heart rate and it ain't going up, and but they look like they're freaking straining, and you know, I know that the beta blocker may be one of the reasons why their heart rate is affected, or you know, hey, I just started taking the statin the last month and we're working out and they're not getting stronger and they're and I'm noticing control issues with their muscle. Well. You know, that's maybe one of the main side effects of taking a statin. Like, this is important information. It's not necessarily going to help you, uh, you know, getting the client to hire you. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll go on the last one for yeah. that because I was just thinking that when you said that. Because these are, I think, what you're saying is is basic park you. Like, you ha- it, I mean, you, you have to ask that. Yeah, right? you have to ask it. Yeah. Aches, you know, aches, pains, injuries, <laughs> you know, medication, uh, anything like that. Uh, that depression, anything, anything that could be. Uh, totally hindering their 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 results for sure you have to ask those which i think if you're a, a, a private trainer you could literally google you know trainer park you and, and you'll get a you can print off online like a, a yeah, basic point. That's right. which will have that basic stuff but like yeah. money maker questions for us i think some of the ones that we first said and then uh, for like what sal was saying as far as getting commitment or getting them to hire you um <laughs> I'll, I'll ask them a very straight up question on a, a scale of one to ten their commitment level i think that's uh, one being you're not very committed to this goal and 10 being you're extremely committed. You'll do whatever it takes. And most people are going to tell you they're a 10. And I, I want I want them to uh, verbalize that because I'm going to, I'm going to hold that back. I'm going to, I'm going to come back to that mm-hmm. and, and, and remind them that, listen, you know, when we first were sat, sitting down and talking about your goals, you know, you were at a 10 of commitment level. This is super important to you. So, you know, and you're, and you're obviously looking to me to, to help guide you. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to give you some things that are going to be challenging and, and maybe things you're going to have to sacrifice or choices you're going to have to make that you're not used to. And, and if you're at level 10 commitment, then I'm hoping that you're, you're willing to go through this process so I can help you otherwise. And you're, you may not be a 10, you're maybe more like a six or a mm-hmm. five in that. So I'll really uh, make sure that I, I ask that question and, and dig into that a bit. Have you guys ever had, uh, because I know we have a lot of trainers I'm listening. A 10. Uh, I'm a 10, have man. you guys ever had like a situation where, well, I mean, we, I'm sure you guys have done, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of assessments, any, any stand out to you where you do your assessment and everything and it just fucking backfires or the client just, you know, the, the potential client just did, just did not work. You guys have any, any memories of that? Wow. Or you mean where we made a mistake or something? Either you made a of? mistake or the person just said, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely I mean, very serious about exercise, talk but about trying you're to, not the one I want to work with. You try, know? <laughs> talk about trying to dig deep right there. I think, um, <clears throat> I think early years, uh, which I, this is, I, 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 I talk about a lot about your, your greatest strength is normally your greatest weakness. <laughs> and, you know, as a, as a communicator, um, even at a young age, I, I had the gift of gab. I was able to talk to people, uh, be a chameleon. Like these are all a, a great strength to have. But then sometimes, uh, what would happen for me when I would get in a situation is I would, I would talk myself out of, out of a sale. Mm. I would talk too much, uh, about what I, what I'm going to do or what I want to do. And I didn't spend enough time really digging into this person and asking a lot of the right questions and, and then truly listening. Um, so that to me is, and, and I know Sal has talked about it before about, you know, you know, using the order, uh, the ears, the ears before the mouth type of deal. And I, I definitely think that that was something that I, I, over the years I grew because I definitely probably walked some people, 
uh, from a sale because I talked too much and overwhelmed them to mm. where they were like, oh my God, like I was just trying to lose a few pounds and I feel like you just made this sound like it's this fucking huge daunting yeah. task to get to my goal. So um, I, I had to learn to know when to push and pull with, with that. So I had a similar experience, but it was more on like being too showy, right? So I would take a client and try to overwhelm them with like, I know so much stuff. Oh, you just confuse the shit. Yeah. And I just confuse, <laughs> and you, yeah, like, yeah. I didn't pick up on their, Very similar, their right? body language that they're telling me like, look, I just want to work out, you know, here's my credit card, <laughs> you know? And I'm just like, well, and then we're going to do this. And this is what's going on with your spine. This is why you have bad posture. Oh, cool, dude. And I just kept going on and on and on and on. And, uh, I think that they just got like, well, I don't know if I'm, this is what I'm looking for. You know, because I just went too far with it. Well, so. I, that's you know what that comes from. I think that comes from sometimes we lack confidence in ourselves. So the person, absolutely, that's exactly yeah, what it was. Yeah, the that's, a, that's yeah. an insecurity that I we have. I was totally insecure yeah. with how I was presenting it. Yeah, because yeah, that person's like they want to they want to hire you, but you're like, no, no, no. Let me really show you how awesome I am before you pay. And for then they read thing. right through that confidence. Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. And so they're like, this like, kid's not that. Yeah, this kid's not myself. really super. I had a lady come in. Once, uh, I'll never forget, we did the assessment and an assessment is not a workout, right? So she came in and we did our 20, 30 minute assessment and then I showed her a few exercises and then we sat down and she's like, I don't even feel like we worked out. Like, I don't feel like that was a hard workout. And I'm like, well, I mean, we're going to do that. You know, if you hire me, we will get some workouts, but my philosophy to, you know, is, is this, that, and the other. And she's like, I just want a hard workout. Like, and she walked out cause she was, cause that's all she fucking wanted, yeah. you know, was that. And, uh, that was a tough one for me because, and I'll never forget. It was a long time ago. I'll never forget because at the time I was kind of a new trainer and I just wanted new clients, you know? So I thought to myself, like I should have just done what she said. So right. she would have hired me now fast forward, you know, to, to, till today. And I would never compromise, you know, my yeah, integrity like, for, well, well it, but I'll never forget, man. She said that out. she I walked think, out and I was like, God damn it. I think that's a really good point. I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's something that we could debate a bit because, um, you, you would never compromise that now because, because of your, your ability to communicate because of your, <clears throat> because of your education level, because of your experience, um, you wouldn't have to, but, but you don't think you can still influence that person if well, you had them. Well, well here's, that's the here, thing. this like, is so, and I'll tell you, you that, see, I didn't, the, the I'll thing, tell you what, how I got there yeah. to where, where you're, where you're at now. Um, and, and it took these steps of actually, I would give, I would give that to a client like that. If they were that adamant where I knew I was, I was going to lose them and they were going to walk that if I just, if I compromised like what I thought was best for them, because you, it's the fine line that we walk as a trainer is that we are in a business that, uh, we're in a service industry. You're servicing another person and they're paying for a service. And some people have, I, this is the service I want. And they, that they, in their mind, they are for sure this is what they want. And if they don't buy it from you, they're going to go buy it from someone else. And so I know that if I can't capture them um, and, and wow them over or impress them or give them what they want at that moment to get them to enroll with me, I'm never going to be able to impact their lives later down the road. And they're just going to get some trainer who's terrible, who's just going to give them what they want and just keep re-signing them and keep selling them more training while they're not really getting any progress or really truly helping this person with the root cause. So maybe at first I might give somebody uh, what they're looking for, even though I know something else is better because I know that I'm going to have to slowly win them over. And that's, uh, I think that is something important because, you know, I, I would teach trainers um, this skill set that you're like, you're share what we're sharing right now. And then they would try and emulate it, but then they, they didn't quite have the confidence to be, to be able to, to, to get somebody to change their mind in one hour to really understand where you're coming from and then to now believe in you. So sometimes you have to kind of give a little bit of what they want, even though you know it's not what's best for them right then and there, because it takes a little bit of a process to change a mind like that in another direction. So, you know, you got to be careful when you, you listen to all this great information from Mind Pump and you hear these trainers that, you know, fuck, we've been doing this for 15 plus years. And, you know, we have a total different level of confidence when we sit down with somebody in comparison to what I had when I was three years into 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 fitness where that at that point you know what I might have had to kind of give a little bit and and do what they want to do but then while I was doing it I was kind of explaining where this road goes like I, we just had a hard ass workout and she's like high five and like fuck yeah that's what I wanted I'm like well you know now that we did that though but here's here's the some of the things that could cause us some problems down the road because we chose 
to train so intensely right away. And then I would start to make them more aware and, and educate them along the way. And then after a while, they start to pick up on, well, then why are we training this way? Well, because you were so adamant about me training you this way that you weren't going to hire me unless I gave this to you. But really, I knew it was best for you. But I knew that until you got to know me and you trusted me, you weren't going to allow me to guide you in the right direction. So that's something to think about. Jay Swolry, what are the mind pump goals for 2017? How will you be able to top 2016? Oh, we're going to crush 2016. <laughs> There's no doubt we're crushing 2016. Well, to be, you know, to, for complete transparency, we have, uh, we just launched uh, Maps Prime, which is uh, pr- definitely our most original Maps program. Um, it took us a lot of work. Uh, really had to rack our brains to be able to put something together like Prime because there was nothing else out there like it. And so it was completely original. We couldn't borrow off anything. It wasn't, it was just, we had to put it together in a way where the average person can use it. We have some goals for releasing uh, maybe one other program. And then we're going to go back and bolster all the ones we've created and Mm -hmm. really focus on what we already have, just making it that just much tighter better. and yeah, well presented. Yeah. And- uh, we also have this great facility that we just invested in, uh, you know, mind pump media, which has got this, you know, this big gym area, this big open space. And then we have this nice recording studio with a green screen and we'd like to host, uh, seminars, uh, out of our facility. We'd like to, eventually develop talent well we're already doing that we've yeah. got uh you know we've got brink coming in for a seminar we've got dr, dr. spina coming in yeah. we've got uh, the barefoot specialist coming in yeah we, we we really want to uh establish ourselves as um you know education l- facility. Great, le- great information for you to count on and then we're bringing it in-house yeah we we want that you know we want that reputation you know we want to solidify that reputation and that integrity so i mean like like why we partnered with kettlebell kings for the kettlebells that we have in our facility there's lots of kettlebell companies kettlebell kings are one of the best products but they're also purists and we like that they're not about you know like you know you see some of these kettlebells out there that are you know they're designed to look cool but they're not very functional you know what i mean you don't want to use a kettlebell that's got all these jagged edges to it or mm-hmm. you know it looks like a whatever you know an animal or whatever it's very hard to use we want that we want to work with people who are experts in their field who are purists uh we're we, we're pretty versed in, in right. kettlebells but we aren't the we aren't the kings of of that of that that right. aspect we well, like them we're going to expand on that i mean there's right. other areas of fitness that exactly we see that like maybe there's somebody else out there that uh i mean they're 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 well known and they're well versed for that very specific niche and uh you know we're all about the purest mentality and we want to make sure that we we want to align with with companies like that that are really you know trying to to, to, to stay in that category. Well, yeah, the, be, the best information you're going to get on a product is going to come from people who just specialize in that particular area. But even beyond that, you know, uh, something I identified years ago, like I started my, my own wellness facility and I owned a gym actually even before that at the age of 21. And I recognized that in the fitness industry, there is kind of a ceiling if you're an employee or working for yourself, you know, you know, working in the fitness industry, it's very difficult to be extremely successful unless you start this company and, you know, explode and really blow up. But let's say you're a really, really good trainer uh, or you're, you know, you know how to make, you know, you, you know, nutrition, you know how to make good food or, you know, you, you, you have, you give good advice. Where do you go from there? I mean, you work, you can work in corporate fitness. You're only going to go so far. You can try opening your own gym, your own facility, which is a huge risk. And it's very difficult unless you're super business savvy. You could be the greatest trainer in the world, but you're not going to go very far. There weren't really very, there weren't very many, uh, routes to take. And what we want to do, uh, maybe 2017, maybe 2018 is become that place. We want to be able to produce that talent for these, you know, very gifted trainers, gifted yoga instructors, gifted, you know, nutritionists or, you know, meditation specialists to where they can go to mind pump media and we can help develop their talent and help promote it so that they can do very well with what they're doing, become, you know, independently successful, but at the same time spread this message that they're, that they have that we find, you know, to be conducive towards health, longevity, and fitness, you know, uh, to kind of counter some of the, you know, messages that we've talked about in the fitness industry that we don't like that re- revolve around cosmetic, that revolve around making people feel shitty and encourage, you know, poor relationships to, you know, with, with food and with exercise. So I really think that in 2016, we, uh, the main goal was to build this foundation, right? We knew that, um, you know, the goal was to try and get all the maps out. So we're slightly behind on that. 
you know, I know we wanted to have all that out. So, and then like Sal was saying, go back and bolster all of them. So, uh, everybody, uh, any any of the questions that we had over the last couple of years and, and the concerns, we can come back and have coaching points to all those mm-hmm. so that we, we feel like we've got the programming dialed in really well. Then we wanted to build a facility that we would be able to do everything in-house that the future of, of Mind Pump for the next five to 10 years can be done out of this facility. And that's not to say that we don't grow out of this before that, but we knew that we wanted to build something that, okay, all the vision, all the, all the things and all the legs that this thing is going to have can we actually do that out of this facility? And that is the purpose of the green screen. That's the purpose of the huge studio. That's the purpose of the the small gym outside and the facility where we can actually have employees, where we have a lounge area. We're going to be able to do all these things that we plan to do. And then in 2017, I really feel that this is going to be the year where uh, you're going to see us forge some serious relationships. So mm-hmm. we've we've been vetting a lot of people in this this previous year. We've had a lot of doctors. We've had a lot of companies that we've met with. We had a lot of people that we were close to forging relationships with that we didn't. Um, we've had a few that we've decided mm-hmm. we'd go with right now. But I think that um, we are going to we are going to really align ourselves in 2017 with the relationships that you're going to see us in the future go forward with this company. But we were very careful uh, about doing that. You know, we didn't just hop on the first company that was going to give us money to, to to promote their shit. Like we didn't we weren't looking for that. That's not what we were trying to do. We really do want to become. I mean, I, I really foresee Mind Pump as the filter for the fitness industry above all other filters. Like I really believe that we're going to be that big in the industry, that we are going to be that place that you can trust for information. And that's really what we're about. Like it's, it's more about that than actual tangible products for us. Sure. We're going to have some things that we sell or that we are affiliated with, but really, I I really want to be in the business of information. I really want to be in the business of, of health and fitness knowledge and and helping people get that. And then doing it in kind of an entertaining fact, uh, entertaining manner. I mean, we try and to make it digestible for people. We try and make it very loose and fun. And I think that is uh, that's a, a major goal for us. Because I think there's a lot of good doctors and scientists and and people out there that are putting information. But Jesus, man, it's you fall asleep yeah. to half of it when you're listening to it. And then you got the other side where all these fucking bros are giving bullshit advice. I think we really want to take all the really good information, the really good minds out there, introduce them to you if you don't know them already, and filter some of the, the dry stuff out and help you out with uh, making it digestible. Well, I think too, like next year, uh, speaking to the fact that we're going to have all these like bright minds come through here, I really feel like it's, it's going to help us out and get more educated and everything we talk about on the show is going to change as a result of all these bright minds that are going to come in here and influence us. So that's that, I mean, that was a big goal for us to begin with was just to get more educated. And we've been definitely um, spewing out a lot of our own like personal experience and knowledge. And uh, it's definitely time for us to expand on that a bit further. And and I feel like 2017 is going to be a big year for that, for us uh, to grow. And that's going to spark a lot of new things, which I'm excited about. Yeah. I can't wait uh, for us to really dive into some cool, um, some cool education you know, really just expand our, just even our own breadth of knowledge on uh, everything from, you know, nutrition and exercise, of course, to things like meditation and mindfulness and, you know, business and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. neuro, you know, neuroscience and, you know, the, 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 the microbiome. I mean, uh, the good thing about interviewing some of these really smart people is we get to learn from them, but there's, there's some cool courses out there that are coming out, man, the functional stuff that's coming out, uh, that's getting you know some little bit of wind is is, is yeah. breakthrough. It's crazy and just you know really. I mean, I've I've been exposed to it for a while, but now taking the time to absorb it and really dive in deeper with it is really fascinating to me to see what and and how quickly it's moving within the professional sports realm and how people are adopting all these new concepts and. You know, for me personally, launching a product is going to be a big deal for me next year. And, uh, you know, it's something that I, I would love to talk about on the show a bit more as, as it's actually out in the open and, um, you know, our, our sort of uh, involvement with that and then being exposed to other products on the market that are, are game changer things that people are doing. Like, so, you know, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of cool stuff, uh, you know, aligned for us next year that, 
that that will make for great radio. I feel. I also think that we're going to get uh, even more connected to our current audience. I'm, you know, uh, recently we've been uh, dabbling with our our Mevo and how we're going to utilize that to the uh, live stream. Yeah, the live stream, so we can become uh, even more connected with our, our our current audience. And I think this is something that we've been talking a lot about uh, how we're going to do that with the the private forum where they're going to have access to us, uh, where we will be able to live stream and communicate. I think that's important to all of us because we've now gotten to a point where we've grown so big that, I mean, got to remember when we first started, we literally were able to talk to almost everybody, you know, and so that's obviously impossible now. So, you know, we don't want to lose that. That's a very important piece to us. And, you know, we uh, we care so much about those that uh, that have helped the us grow and continue to push this movement uh, of just educ- all of us growing and educating together. And I think um, I'm really happy with what with, with, we're two set, 2016 went, even though I feel like we're a little bit behind on some of the things that we wanted to accomplish. I couldn't be happier with the message that we've continued to give and even how we've grown through uh, the podcast. And like the boys were saying, I think as we continue to flood ourselves with more and more good education information, even our tone and tune will kind of slightly change. And and I think that we were all we always gave that to everybody that listen, you know, we, we don't claim to be the know it all. We don't claim to be, you know, this is the right way or this is that's this is the wrong way. It's that we're constantly trying to share information and help uh, everybody grow together. So I see some really big strides in that in 2017. So I'm super pumped about that. Elena Janelle, can you train the same muscle group back to back back to back days if you're not sore from the first day? So before I answer this, I want to correct part of this question because she says if you're not sore from the first day. You can actually train a muscle group back-to-back if you're sore too. So the answer is yes, and if you're sore, you can still do it. The difference is you need to adjust the intensity uh, Mm -hmm. both times. Frequent stimulation of your muscles is extremely effective at uh, both getting faster results and at facilitating recovery. Mm -hmm. So if you are sore, Sometimes working it the day after, especially if you work it in a very light way with full ranges of motion and good extension and good contraction, it's going to help it even recover it recover faster. Right. But one thing you want to consider, when you work out, especially if you're a natural athlete, uh, the, the muscle building signal, the adaptation signal starts to decline uh, after you know one to three days. So although you may still be sore and you may be recovering, that muscle building signal is gone which is why you know programs like our maps programs are so effective because they focus on frequency of stimulation. You're, you're, you're setting that signal or you're constantly keeping that signal as a priority to build muscle, even though you may still be recovering. So there, that whole that old concept of, uh, and I say old because you're starting to see now other other trainers and gyms and stuff start to understand this. That old concept of beat a muscle up and then wait till it's fully recovered before you work it again. Is is it's getting thrown out because mm-hmm. we're we're starting to understand that adaptation, which is what we want. We want the muscles to to try to adapt, which is you know get stronger, build. Uh, is it, it can be separate from recovery. Uh, so if just because you're sore and you're recovering does not mean you're adapting, mm-hmm. um, and vice versa, we can cause adaptation changes in muscle without causing further damage. Like again, if I train my chest really hard today and it's really sore tomorrow, and then I go in the gym tomorrow. And I go real light and get good stretching with some maybe some pec deck flies and some cables and just get some blood into that muscle and work it out at a low intensity. I'm not going to create further damage. In fact, studies will, will will prove this. But what I will do is I will uh, accelerate the the rate of adaptation. So I'll make that chest, you know, my my chest grow even faster. So um, frequency again, very very important uh, trigger session concept. The uh, mobility session concept, the focus session concept on all of our maps programs understands this and utilize this. It's all about how you use intensity. intensity. If you train really hard one day, you can hit that muscle again the next day. You just got to go with much, much less intensity. It's a totally different mindset. And and I, wa- I want to add, it's very individual. So if your muscles are very conditioned and you're in great shape and you've been doing this for a while, you can train at a higher intensity back-to-back days than you can to it for a complete beginner. A complete beginner will come in, and if their legs are real sore, I might just have them get into like stretch positions mm-hmm. and just focus on moving, you know, the muscles versus uh, you know versus working out. Um, and your body will also adapt to frequency. So when you first 
take your workout and train muscles more frequently, uh, over time, you'll be able to increase that frequency uh, just like you will with anything else with your workouts. Like I can work out, I can work my whole body every day now. Uh, and I'll, uh, you know, three or four of those workouts will be intense and the other two or three will be less intense. I couldn't do that when I first started training my body on a more frequent basis. I've noticed that my body, uh, you know, just it can handle more. So keep that in mind as well. If you like Mind Pump, leave us a five-star rating review on iTunes. If we like it and we pick your review, you'll get a free Mind Pump t-shirt. Also, don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal, Adam at Mind Pump Adam, and Justin is at Mind Pump Justin. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.